I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest shows by award-winning playwrights. We are back with part two of the hit comedy, Sexy Laundry, by Michelle Rimmel. If you've missed part one, here's a quick recap to help you catch up. Alice and Henry have been married for 25 years, and things have grown stale in the bedroom. Alice wants Henry to try and revive their romance at a swanky hotel with the help of a copy of Sex for Dummies. She follows the manual and tries a bit of massage to reignite their love life. But it isn't just sex that Alice misses. She wants to regain her connection with her husband that's been lost in the day-to-day struggle of life. They try spicing things up by sharing their fantasies, but quickly discover that they're not ready to hear each other's deepest desires. This is part two of Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel, featuring Susan McFarlane and Kevin McNulty. What is this place called again? The P? The L. What does the L stand for? It doesn't stand for anything. It's just the L. Stands for ludicrous. The L is the hottest new hotel in the city. It's a synthesis of Eastern design and Western sensibility. It's the place to try. Where'd you read that gobbledygook? Vancouver Magazine. Of course. It's new, it's different, and I wanted to try it. Are we going to do this or not? All right, look, I'm fine with having sex, but I'll tell you one thing. Talking about it is not my thing. Okay, here, you pick something. You were so taken in by Fluff Ellis. Solid engineering is what holds this building up, not the reviews. I know that. An engineer worked on this building too, Henry. Yeah, and where's his name in the review? I bet they give more credit to the guy who designed the napkins. Without the reviews, no one would come. And that would be a tragedy. No one paying 15 times the average price for a phone call or a cup of coffee. There's nothing wrong with trying something new. All right. Here's another one. Double blind. Read it to me. The purpose of this exercise is to use all your senses, other than sight, in a meaningful exploration of your partner's body. Mm. Explore with touch, taste, and smell to feel your partner's body. I can't read this stuff out loud. What we do is blindfold each other. We're not allowed to talk. We just kind of see what happens as we explore. Okay, sure. No talking aloud. Okay. Okay, then we need blindfolds. Right. Um... Uh, I'll check the bathroom. Where is the bathroom?
How much did we pay for this room? You know how much we paid. $300 and the towels are as thin as sheets. Will they work as blindfolds? They won't even work as towels. Hmm, what about a pillowcase? Look at these things. Does anyone do anything right anymore? Here, let's try this. It's short-sighted. You invest in quality because quality pays in the end. In the end, someone will not return to this hotel because of the quality of the towels. I'm going to give him a call. Henry, no! Who are you going to call? The manager of the hotel. The only reason they do this is because they think they can get away with it. They can scrimp on towels and no one will care. Hello? Yes, this is 219. I'd like to speak to the manager. I have a complaint about the towels. Yes. Thank you. They're putting me right through. Hold still. And the reverse is true as well. If the towels were of quality, one might return because of that. Hmm. This isn't working. Nobody thinks about the long run anymore. I had no idea you cared so much about towels. It's the little decisions that have the biggest ramifications. Do we really need to do this right now? Alice, these are the small battles you have to... Hello? Who? Housekeeping? No, I wanted to talk to the manager. Yes, I do, about the towels. No, I don't need more towels. The towels I have are thin, very thin. I don't want to write it on a customer satisfaction card. Put me... Put me back to the front desk. It's just a towel. A towel is not just a towel. Maybe something in my suitcase. It says something about how these people think about us. <gasps> we could use my sweater and your shirt. These people think, A, we don't care, or B, we won't notice. Either way, it's insulting. It's a towel, Henry. I like to get what I pay for. I paid for the room, Henry. You know what I mean. Uh, yes, this is 219. Yes, this is about the towels. The towels are thin, very thin, and I want to register a... They're Italian? The towels are. Oh, well, that's interesting, but not entirely comforting. They are not exactly plush. Microfiber. Look, I, I don't care if Leonardo da Vinci designed them himself. They're thin. I like a warm, cozy towel when I get out of the shower, not a scarf. The towel rack is heated. Of course, I, I noticed that. I also noticed there are only two towels on the rack. Under the sink. Well, I must have missed them. Fine. Perhaps you might... Fine. Perhaps you might provide some literature about your towels in the future. The thin towels of Tuscany or something like that. Yes, it is a good idea. Goodbye. The towels are Italian. Are we going to do this? Yeah, okay. Ow! Not too tight. Can you see? No, I'm wearing a blindfold. I mean, can you see through the blindfold? No, give me yours. What is this? It's my sweater. It's so soft. Mm, it's cashmere. Is it new? I got it on sale. You're choking me! How much was it? I was on sale. I saved $150. Is that tight enough? Ow, I can still see. Here. You don't save money by spending money. Look at the world economy. It just isn't working. The world economy. It's a sweater, Henry. I wanted it, so I bought it. Everything's instant gratification today. And you know what happens when one man gets instant gratification? Another man is told to wait a few years. His turn will come. It's a joke. 
Henry, you didn't get the partnership. Rich got it. Why didn't you tell me? With us five years, ten years younger than me. Henry! It doesn't matter. No, it does matter, honey. Why didn't you tell me? I don't know. I was counting on it. I expected it. It was just a matter of course. I'd been with him for so long. I felt stupid. It's not fair. His ideas are not grounded in a conservative sensibility. Jack said that. He's willing to try new things. But you have the experience. Yeah, Rich impresses them. He's got big ideas. He just came off the Atlas Project. He looks at an old building and sees a new one in its place. I look at an old building and see something to work with. It's not exciting. Did you say something to Jack? What's there to say? It all sounds like sour grapes. Well, you have been there a long time. And you will be rewarded for that. You have been. And ultimately, it's a job, Henry. A job you do very well, but a job just the same. I know. I'm just sorry. Sorry? Henry, you have nothing to be sorry about. I know how hard you work. The money, what if... We have plenty. We're lucky people. You're good about this stuff, Al. Come on. Let's not let it ruin our weekend. We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the blindfold? We don't have to. Why don't you tell me a fantasy? A real one this time. Oh, Alice. Shh. Close your eyes. What do you see? I see... I see a beach. A tropical beach. There's a girl on a blanket. She's laying out a picnic. She's wearing a dress over a swimsuit. The dress slips off her shoulder as she places the picnic on the blanket. She has very smooth skin. I can see the outline of her breast through the fabric. Let's do the blindfold. What? No, I just... You're right. It's weird talking about this stuff. You didn't like my... No, 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 I did. I just think the not talking thing is better. Please, Henry. Oh, okay. All right. Let's do the blindfold. This will be fun. Whatever you say. We're not supposed to talk, right? Right. No talking. Ow! Oh, my God, Henry. Did I hurt you? If your elbow oh. connecting with my chin constitutes injury, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Uh, let's make our way to the bed where it's safer. Give me your hand. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Caesar. Alice, give me your hand. <laughs> Don't things seem farther away in the dark? Ow! No. Found it. Okay, I am on the bed. I am on the bed. Hello. Hello. 
The sheets are thin, too, eh? Henry. Sorry. Come here. Always had the nicest butt. No talking. Ooh. 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 Henry? What are you doing? Exploring. My stomach? Oh, Alice, you got a real handful here. What? I've never noticed the skin around your waist. The skin? It's so soft. Ow! Why are you doing this? What, what are you doing? Did you just bite me? You're not even trying to be what? nice. Alice, what? If you don't want to be with me, that is one thing, but don't start making fun of the weight that I've gained. Alice, what are you talking about? I wasn't. I was exploring. You were commenting on how fat I've become. I was not. Oh, Alice, what a handful you have here. They call them love handles for a reason, Alice. Am I bleeding? Henry, don't patronize me. I know I've let myself go in that area. I just thought my husband could get past it. I was never on it. I didn't have to get past it. Don't lie to me. I have felt how you put your arms around me, running them down my back, feeling with your hands, trying to see how much fatter I am. What? That's why we hardly make love anymore. Alice, you are so wrong here. You can't stand to touch me. Alice, come on. Well, I'll tell you something, Mr. Henry Lane. You are not a perfect specimen. Your waist is thicker than your chest, and you're not, and you never have been six foot three. And have you checked your hairline recently? If you're going to judge me by my appearance, you should have a look in the mirror first. I don't have to sit here and listen to this. Why is it that a man can let himself go and still expect his wife to be attractive and thin and still be attracted to him? I don't want you to be thin. Oh, so you think I'm fat? I didn't say that. I said I don't want you to be thin. So you want me to be fat? No, no, no. You you see, that is where you're making a ridiculous leap, Alice. Thin or fat? What leap, Henry? It isn't either or. Just answer my question. What would you rather I be, thin or fat? And don't lie. You. I'd rather you be you. What does that mean? It means the way you are is fine with me. Fat. Alice, this is a no-win conversation. You just don't understand. You're lucky. You're a man. It's different for you. You get older and wiser and even more attractive in some ways. I get older. You don't really believe that. Look at it out there, Henry. The movies, the magazines, the women are all 22 or trying to look it. James Bond gets older, but his girlfriends never do. Aren't there a lot of actresses in their 50s? But only the gorgeous ones ever have sex. And even they need a face full of Botox to have it. Otherwise, they get to play grandmothers or cancer patients. Where is the vital passionate, sexy 50-year-old who looks like me. They're actresses, Alice, in movies. Well, what about your fantasy? The girl on the beach. Why does she have to be a girl? Because she was a girl. The truth is, women my age become invisible unless you're trying to sell us liposuction or life insurance, and then we're everywhere. Uh, Comparing your life to the movies just doesn't make sense. That's fantasy. Well, maybe I want a little fantasy in my life. Maybe going to the movies every other week isn't enough. Maybe I need a little sweep-me-off-my-feet romance once in a while, a little surprise. Is this going to be about flowers? Because I thought we'd covered that. It's not about flowers. It's about feeling alive. Well, of course you're alive. I don't feel that way sometimes. Ow! Alive. You don't understand. I guess not. The other day, Henry, 
I went back to the gym. Universal Fitness? Fitness Universe. Right. I just looked in the mirror and I decided, now or never, Alice. So I decided to go that afternoon. No excuses. And did you? Oh, I went all right. Except when I got to the gym, I realized that I'd forgotten my gym bag. So I had to improvise. I had my runners. And Jason left his soccer shorts in the car, so I took those in. And I got on the treadmill in the ladies-only section. You know there's a mirror in the ladies' section right in front of you. I started running. And I felt all right, like, hey, I haven't forgotten how to run. I'm not dead yet. And then this woman, well, this girl, this really beautiful girl, got on the treadmill beside me. 22 or 23 years old with long black hair swept up in a ponytail. And she was wearing one of those little bra tops. And the stripe on her Nikes matched the band in her hair. <laughs> she got on the treadmill and she punched a few buttons. And you know how those little lights come on for level one and level two all the way up to level 20? Well, she was at 15 at least with all sorts of hills and valleys. And, and she watched herself while she ran. My screen was at level one. My little dots were flatlining, just one even row of little red lights, no bumps or curves, just flatlining, like I was dead. So I bumped them up a couple of levels and I ran. I ran fast and I made a decision to change my hair soon. And then another girl got on the treadmill on the other side of me and she was all hills and valleys, blonde with a diamond in her belly button. So I ramped up my treadmill a little more, and the brunette started to pump her arms. I pumped mine. The blonde swung her hair over her shoulder. I swung mine, and we ran fast, strong. The brunette smiled at me. I smiled back. The blonde upped her levels. I upped mine, and I watched my little red dots peaking and falling in beautiful curves, and I felt my heart beating and my lungs bursting, and we ran together, champions of the treadmill goddesses of fitness universe sisters in a marathon of well sisterhood and i saw the three of us in the mirror we looked like the opening to charlie's angels when the angels are running together hair flying breasts bouncing it was pharaoh on one side and jacqueline on the other but instead of kate in the middle they'd thrown in bosley two angels and me bosley Bosley in Jason's soccer shorts. Bosley with frizzy hair. Bosley wearing a jambalaya mama t-shirt with spaghetti stains. And just then Jacqueline pulled the band out of her hair and it flew out behind her. And I swear to God, she was moving in slow motion when she turned to me speaking ever so slowly. And I looked down to where she was pointing. But it's hard to look down when you're running so fast and pumping your arms and just as I saw that my shoelace was undone, I began to fly. Like an angel, Henry, I flew off the treadmill and through the air, and I hit the back wall. And then there were only two angels, and me crashed against the back wall. Jason's soccer shorts split up the middle. And I looked up, Henry, to heaven or God knows what for something. And you know what I saw? Me. They have a mirror on the ceiling. And the girls were very nice. They helped me up. 
and covered me with the towel. But you know, all I could think of at that point was one thing, one overriding thought. And you know what that thought was, Henry? I should get a divorce. That was part two of Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel. Part three is available now on Play Me. Sexy Laundry was written by Michelle Rimmel. It featured Susan McFarlane and Kevin McNulty. Andrew McIlroy directed the original theatrical production. Sexy Laundry was first produced by the Belfry Theatre in Victoria, B.C. and the Arts Club in Vancouver. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Thanks for listening. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at PlayMePodcast. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. A special thanks to our CBC producers, Sarah Clayton, Cecil Fernandez and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is RF Norani. Our senior director is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.